Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It's the second course of the food show. It's great to be here with you talking about topic A in New Orleans, if you ask me. Certainly is at this time of the year when there's only a limited amount of sports out there. Might be the only competitor, and nothing much in the way of politics. Although uh, there was a, a moment of it that was kind of interesting. I'm glad I was there to see it. The uh, uh, meeting of Rex with the mayor of New Orleans in front of Gallier Hall. Uh, I have been there broadcasting from there every Mardi Gras for you know, about 25 years. And uh, it hit me, and probably this was in every article on the subject, that this is the first time uh, that a a lady, a woman even, uh, was up there toasting Rex, because you know as uh, New Orleans has a female mayor, first time ever, and there was, well, you know, and I haven't been able to find this out yet, uh, but I was there for both of them uh, about, uh, let's see, it would have been I think 19, no 20, 2014 I think might have been. Anyway, we had the coldest Mardi Gras on uh, that date, and it was raining, too. It was really cold and really raining. And I thought, though, despite that, that this year's Mardi Gras would be even colder because it was very, very cold and really blowing up a storm, and, uh, and it was a little hard to take at first. But thank goodness we had Angela Hill there because... Angela Hill, who, if you ever uh, uh, took her as uh, a mamby-pamby uh, kind of person and uh, and one who is probably to be suspect for whatever reason you might make up. But uh, what she does, it, she is a wonderful human being. She just is always thinking about other people. And in this case, she brought several sets of of gloves to all the guys who were working uh, on getting the broadcast on and who were putting up with this really, really cold weather. So thank you, Angela. You're always, uh, always there, and we all love you. And it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. 260-1870 is our phone number. I wish you would use it, and uh, if, if you don't have anything to say, uh, call anyway. Billy is here. Uh, welcome to the Food Show. I heard at the beginning of your show, you was asking about what's your favorite seafood and all that. And one of my favorite yeah. seafoods, and I've asked you about me. this before, all is right. Mr. Joe's Carmine Stuffed Artichoke. Seafood Artichoke. Carmine? Wait, wait, where is this? Mr. Joe's Carmine Seafood, uh, the stuffed artichoke. Oh, car- the old Carmine's over? Uh, oh, that's a, well. Yeah. You know, well, you've seen how productive it is to uh, get hungry for a dish that hasn't been made in 20 years, I hope. Yeah, <laughs> just, I know. Yeah, it's but, tough. Uh, Do you know the recipe yourself? No, I don't. You know, this, no. uh, once again, and I've, I'm a failure on this stage uh, more than a couple of times, but if there's a restaurant that you love going to and they have one dish or two dishes that you think are really, really great, 
ask them to give you the recipe and hang on to that for the rest of your life because there's no other way you're going to get it. A restaurant that's been closed for 20 years is not going to have recipes. And it's a, and it's a shame, but we lose a lot of great dishes that way. That sauce on top of the uh, seafood and artichoke? I remember delicious. it very well. Yeah, it was a kind of a creamy, very rich sort of sauce that was over the top and had a lot of seafood in it to begin with plus whatever you had going on. But, yeah, that really was a great dish, certainly the best thing that they had on their menu. And then, yeah. then getting down to the artichoke cart made it even better. Oh, I have no doubt about that. And if you get a real <laughs> artichoke nut on the subject, like my wife, for example. My wife loves artichokes, stuffed big artichokes, little ones, whatever, however she can get them. But why not? They're that good, yeah? Yep. Well, if you ever well, find out where you well, make not, them again, please let us know. Hey, yeah, I sure will. See ya. EJ. EJ joins us over here on the Orange Phone. Good afternoon, Tom. How you doing? I'm I'm doing swell. How about you, Ju? Okay, okay, okay. Um, I used to love Cafe East. Now I'm looking for a replacement hmm. restaurant for it. Uh, they, uh, near as I can tell, if if their staff or their owners are anywhere else, I don't know where that is because uh, I get asked about this place pretty often, and they were really good in their prime time, and then one day it was just not there anymore. And then I, right. I, I, I've never been able to get a straight answer as to what's the problem, when is it going to come back again, but I have never been able to get that info. If anybody knows it, please call us and tell us, because that's something a lot of people love, that place. The uh, uh, It's so generic that I can never remember it. It was uh, East. Wait, you tell me. Cafe oh, East. Cafe East. Okay, there we go. Cafe East. Now, what, what, in lieu of them not being there, who? what place would you recommend? Well, let's see. I'd say my favorite is Trey Yen on the North Shore, but you probably don't want to go across the lake. So uh, I would tell you Five Happiness does a real nice job with that. Okay. And, or something like it. But you're not going to find anybody who does it exactly the way you're remembering. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank All right. Thank you. Nice hearing from you. It's the Food Show, and here is Larry. Larry, welcome. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm the same How you doing? Guy. Yeah, you know, I keep on doing it. Very good. Just a couple of things. My absolute favorite, unequivocal, number one seafood dish in the world was lobster canopster from Tifa Terrace. Uh, and I really wish that that was a way to go back in time and find that. You know, um, I, I every now and then I run into Tom Pateri. Uh, I don't think they're ever going to open the restaurant again. I think, you know, they did open after all that hurricane. Uh, well, I, it wasn't a hurricane. It was, it was a flood. flooding. It flooding. was a flood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After the third flood, he said, that's it. We're out of here. And then they moved right. it to the north shore, but they were ahead of their time, and it, it went nowhere. That was a, a total disaster. But every now and then I run into Tom Pateri. I don't know if he's the third or junior. He's one of those. And uh, I, every time I see him, I say, look, you, you, I've got to give me this lobster cadobster recipe because it's not in any books I've ever seen. They had, and I have not found they, anything close to it. Yeah. Well, you know, I hope you get that time machine so you can try it out. But uh, don't get your hopes up because 
even if it's exactly made the same way it made back then, your your palate has changed so much that you might not like it. Well, but who knows? I'd love, I mean, to be able to, I'd love to be able to try that one. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, so would I. Yeah, I'm right with you on that. I well, called you several months ago, um, yeah. actually on the Saturday, about the same time, asking yeah. if anyone had heard of Dominic's. He had the soft-shell crabs over on Highway 11 that got washed out. We couldn't find Dominic, but I was fortunate enough, if anybody wants soft-shell crabs, Richard Smith has them over in Lafitte, and yeah. they are absolutely phenomenal. So they've got live soft-shell crabs. So if ever you need to get live crabs, that's the mm-hmm. place to go. And they, I mean, it's just absolutely phenomenal. And then the last piece that was 2014 with that bitterly cold and horribly wet Mardi Gras. Oh, you remember that? It was hor- horrible. I just well, I, I was actually I was, I was actually there. So yeah, I, I was at Gallagher Hall also. So I certainly know for sure what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was 2014. Yeah. Well, um, I hope never to see the like of that again. But in exchange, this time around, we had an exceptionally beautiful Mardi Gras uh, uh, day. And Zulu was at, at its absolute prime, and of course, Rex is what it always do, always does. It's a great show, and it was a, a wonderful holiday for us. It this was year. a beautiful, beautiful yeah. day. But do me a favor, man. If ever you run across Tom Patera Jr. the third or the nineteenth, if you could yeah. please get that recipe, you will have someone exceptionally happy if you could get that and share. Yeah, well, that makes two of us because I've been asking him for my own purposes too. I, I think he might be pulling my leg though. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but uh, it crossed my mind. You know, what's, what would be the upside of getting that recipe out? I just, and th- to, to my knowledge, other than these little cookbooks they used to give out for free, uh, I, I don't think they've ever published anything in the way of not a lot of recipes anyway. But well, that was a, that was a one-of-a-kind recipe. I've Googled Amazon. Yeah. I've Googled eBay. I've gone back through old states items and times Picayunes, we have been trying yeah. desperately over the years to find it and can find no re- – I mean, you can find references of it, but yeah. know where the recipe is. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well, maybe one day. What I remember Keep about it up. was that it was basically big, pretty good-sized lobsters. It was stuffed with something, but I don't think it was like a, like a crawfish stuffing or anything like that. But the sauce was this sort of golden brown. I mean, more golden than yellow, and it was. It had a, a flavor all its own. I don't know what it was. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't we sound like the fools if it turns out it was ketchup and mayonnaise mixed together or something stupid like that? I'll, you know. I would love to be that fool, but let me tell you, it had everything in it. It had lobster, it had crawfish, oh, yeah. it had shrimp. Um, it had redfish. It had just about everything in it, and we have tried to duplicate it. Unsuccessful, and I got no idea yeah. what made that yellow golden sauce. Just have not been able to figure it out. Well, there you are. Uh, me neither. Well, nice for uh, nice to talk with you. Uh, thanks for calling, Indeed. especially about the news on the uh, soft shell crabs, which are imminent. And we will come back with more of the food show in a moment. But first, if you will, this you just heard. Uh, that really is a great event. It goes back for quite a number of years, and. Uh, and uh, I would uh, very avidly invite you to uh, go uh, attend that. That's uh, a good one. So City Park has come a long way. And this is the Food Show, and this is Tom Fitzmorris, and it's great to be here with you talking about the food scene around town. And to Lonnie Mark, all the, uh, uh, Ronnie Mark, all those the things that he wanted to uh, do. Um, 
He has a CD out. I don't know what it takes to get one. Lamar, Ronnie Lamarck, yeah. What did I say? Anyway, uh, anyway, I, I got a hold of a copy of it, and I was playing it, and I said, you know, I, I, I've known him for oh, quite a while, and I never knew he was a singer, but he's not bad. As a matter of fact, he's pretty good. Let's see if I can do a, a duet with him. Dave is over here on the food show. Welcome. Come on in. Hey, Tom. Uh, I heard you earlier talking about Lee and Taryn. Yeah. And, and my question is, it seems like I can't find white Lee and Taryn anywhere anymore. And we used to love it in omelets, on the chicken, on fish. Hmm. It's a great condiment, and I don't know where to buy it. And if you could help me, I'd be very appreciative. Uh, when you go to the store, I, I assume you've gone to the store looking for this, right? I've tried Rousey, yeah. Dornick, Winn-Dixie. None of them have it anymore. Have you uh, have you asked them, or were you just yeah, looking it, on the shelf? Yeah, something about okay. a supplier in Baton Rouge doesn't ship it to them, and I don't know what the deal is, but I was just wondering Can if you, you get, any place. Have you ever tried it yourself? No. What, uh, oh, have you ever tried Have you ever tried to uh, mail order it? Yeah, well, I guess when I get home, I'll hit Google and see where i got to go to get it. Cause yeah, there, there are. You, if you like. If you like the darkly apparent on burgers, steak, or whatever, yeah. if you tried yeah. the white or chicken, it even says in a bottle, made for chicken, okay? All but right. chicken and eggs and omelets and even grill redfish and pour some of that on, it's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. But it's so hard to find anyone. I don't know what the deal is. and I just hope oh, you might well. know. But I'll just I'll Google the Internet and see what I can come up with, man. But yeah, I think if that's... If I do, uh, I'll call you back because you oh, ought to but get there's, it. There's, a, there's a, an even better way of doing this. <laughs> so uh, I've just been told that you can get it at Target or Walmart. Uh, so really? there's a lead anyway. Uh, but uh, I don't know. My wife, my wife tried Walmart. She couldn't find it there either. So I guess Target's uh, the last resort, maybe. Well, could be. Well, let us know okay. how you've uh, turned out with that. We want to keep track of this and, and get the word out. White. You know, I, I don't know. Just on general principles, that would be, you know, for a while there was such a thing as blue ketchup. I'm not, I'm not joking. Orange ketchup, bright, bright colors, and they were all artificial colors. No, nothing wrong with them at that point. They, they had it figured out how to do that. White wine Worcestershire sauce. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, this is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be with you talking about uh, eating, cooking, all of that. 260 1870. 260 1870. We have a, a full three-hour show today, a lot of, lot of time we can spend together. Uh, during the week, you can listen to a show that's almost identical to this one, except that we, we don't get nearly as many callers as we get over here. Uh, and they're different kind of people, too. That's the other thing I've observed, and I, I never can quite figure out why that is. But it's, uh, it's good. You know, it's all good. And uh, you're invited to join me. It's on from 3 until uh uh, five every afternoon, and then we come back and we run that whole thing over again in case you were busy talking with your kids after you just brought them home from school, and you, they don't want you listening to a food show. I know this because I've been told it a number of times. But anyway, uh, give us a listen, and it's, again, I tell you, a, ship, uh, a, a show that's a whole lot like this one, except it's on the weekends, on the weekdays, and there you are, and here we are. Two six zero one eight seventy. Daniel joins us over here on the blue phone. 
And Daniel? how are you doing today? I heard I'm your doing great. caller earlier talk about the lobster cadopster. You remember the lobster cadopster too, huh? Well, uh, not from that particular place. There's a place oh. in the kiln called the Jordan River Steamer yeah. that uh, they have a lobster cadopster there mm. uh, that is very, very good. So that may be a lead on him to get into uh, get him a, you know the recipe or try you know another avenue. But they do have the lobster mm. cadopster. It's not uh, interesting. And it's, it, Yep, and uh, they do a lot of steamed food. Uh, they do have steaks and stuff like that too, but their their specialty steamed food. And you know, uh, this is this is something uh, people have been telling me about for years. This is a uh, right outside the town of Kiln, Mississippi, K I L N, and yes, sir. and it's very very popular. And everybody yep. who ever calls me about it has nothing but really great things to say about it so one of these days i'm gonna make my way over but i uh, haven't done it yet yeah uh certainly and they just got opened back up they were closed they got flooded out for one of the storms a couple of years uh, back and yeah I'll bet. this last year about uh i guess yeah within the last year they opened back up and uh it's just as good as it was before i wonder where they got this recipe for lobster cadabster because a lot of other people have been trying and failed so we'll find out maybe maybe it'll turn up i hope all so. right very much yeah thank you very much it's the food show i'm tom fitzmorris it's about half past the hour do we need a news break sure we do We're pretty soon we do in one minute uh, we have a news break coming out or an uh, update i should probably say uh it's the food show 260-1870 is our telephone number. We have lots of time to spend with you, and I'm happy about that. I hope you are, too. Stay tuned, and we'll get into anything else you might want to bring up. By the way, if you ever have the thought, you know, I'd like to tell this guy or ask this guy something, but I'm not sure if it would fit into his show. Let me tell you, it'll fit in. Don't you worry about that. We will make sure it fits in, and it'll be fun, too. Stay tuned. More of the news from the Big 870 WWL and then more of the Food Show. Thank you. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Thanks for being there and uh, thank you for continuing to listen to us as we plow through another three hour long radio show about nothing but food and wine and restaurants and cooking and all of that. Uh, uh, Feel glad about the fact that you universally or uniquely rather uh, are someone who can enjoy this because most other places in America can't. And lately we have had a spate of articles written about New Orleans that say that this is the number one eating city in America. And not kidding around, not taking advertising in exchange for that or or any uh, under-the-table kind of tricks like that. They really meant it, and you and I knew it all along, and that's what we talk about here. Our telephone number is 260-1870. We'd love to talk with you about eating and drinking and restaurants and cooking and all that. You know, there are certain mysteries in the food world, not not very mysterious, but uh, there are some that puzzled me for a while. There is a, a kind of cookie which, if you take a, uh, a Delta Airlines flight out of New Orleans, and, you know, if, if you're living in New Orleans, a lot of the flying that you do will be on Delta. Uh, they have these cookies that they give you for free, you know, when the, when the uh, attendants go up and down the aisles and they have 
uh, the drinks and they have the crackers and the pretzels and all of that. They always have a little packet of something called Biscoff, B-I-S-C-O-F-F. And it got to be that my wife, who travels a lot more than I do, uh, she prefers being on uh, Delta to begin with. I say, just get, would ask them if they'll give you uh, some more of these. Just, you know, if you get a two or three more of them, because I really like them. Well, she started doing that, except that she she's an overachiever on almost everything. So the next thing I know, I'm, I've got, you know, a couple of dozen of them, which is okay with me. And then one day I discovered that you can actually buy them in a store. Well, I, I had never seen that before. I've only had them on planes. Well, anyway, uh, it's made by a company called Lotus, which is located in Belgium, of all places. And the flavor is hard to define. It's not particularly sweet. It has kind of a spicy, it has this little spicy kind of quality to it, not hot and spicy. And, uh, well, uh, yeah, that's where I find it. And and they they give you a big bunch of them for like three bucks. That's they're they're they're, uh, they're good. So anyway, I had I just want you to know for full disclosure, I ate one of these things right before coming back from the break. <laughs> so who's there? Ron, welcome to the food show. Hey, hi Tom. How you doing today? I'm I'm doing great. Come on in. Thank you. Uh, quick question. You may have mentioned this in the last week or so, but I didn't catch Unfortunately, I didn't catch your show last week. I'm looking for a restaurant, preferably on the North Shore if possible, but I'm willing to drive into town. That's with what with St. Joseph Day coming up that serves this Sicilian sardine spaghetti or pasta dish. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about... Uh, 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 not Neo. I want to say Neapolitan, but that's not it. The, the Mil- Milanese is part of that locally, and uh, Andreas has it totally. The whole program, every every aspect of it. But there are a lot of other ones too. Vincent's does it. Uh, believe it or not, the pepper mill gets into it because that's a very Italian family going back several generations, and you can find it easily enough. It's around. Is, but do they only serve it during this time of year? What was St. Yeah, Joseph's yeah, Day? I mean, well, yeah, sure. That's like Christmas. Sure. You only get it once a year. Understood. Uh, but uh, but they do you know, like the, that. A Milanese. This is where to, substituting for the Parmesan cheese in the pasta uh, is breadcrumbs, which is supposed to resemble the uh, the cuttings of of St. Joseph in his uh, in his shop where he was a carpenter. And, you know, there's all sorts of lore behind it. It it really is a beautiful uh, uh, celebration. Certainly it is for Italian, uh, people of Italian descent. Now, do they use fresh sardines or do they use the, uh, not the standard canned sardines? No, no, of course not. Nobody, what most people get is that truly awful stuff called codfish. Okay. I really dislike that. But uh, what the, uh, uh, what you are talking about uh, is typically... Uh, a fish that is uh, it, it really is a uh, it really is a sardine but the meaning of sardine in the Mediterranean is for a fish that's about as big as two fingers put together where Understood. It's not, and it's not those little tiny things right 
the, they are fresh. You can eat them head, tail, and all, everything. I've done it many a time. And if you ask Chef Andrea, I know he has it all the time, unless he can't get his hands on it, which does Understood. happen. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to check that out. I appreciate yeah. it. Tell him I said hello. I will. And tell him, don't give me any of that codfish. <laughs> yeah. See, what they do in Europe, all over Europe, uh, I don't know how that got started, but there was, a, a, and still is, a vogue for uh, this dried, salted codfish. And this is what you make the codfish cakes out of. And all of that codfish stuff that you grew up with and you hated like is not. But some people do really did like it. And if you talk to anybody who is from oh, every any place from Spain to France to Germany, uh, all up and down Italy, uh, Poland, any place where there's a, a significant uh, uh, community of people with that kind of heritage, uh, you, you get uh, this codfish. And it has no taste. The number one uh, step in starting to cook it is to take a hacksaw, and I'm not making this up, cutting it into pieces and then letting it sit in warm water long enough that it it doesn't have the taste of uh, bathroom tile. So in other words, I'm not big on uh, codfish. The the heritage itself I love, but here's uh, what I would recommend to you very strongly. I've just had a... uh, (laughs) I've just had one of my uh, Biscoff uh, cookies delivered to me by none other than the lady of the house herself. She's writing me a, a note. Can I say this note or not? Of course. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, uh, Christmas. D. Christina's on the North Shore. D. Christina's on the North Shore has huge, them. Huge uh, St. Joseph's. <laughs> oh, do they? Well, huge, that figures. Uh, we can have that happen around here because this program comes to you from the Clearwater Ranch. No, the uh, <laughs> the uh, Coolwater Ranch. Uh, but here, uh, yeah, this gives me time. We need a break uh, so I can have one of these cookies. We'll be back after first, please. Then. Well, you cook me sardine. I said, sure, of course. Let me know. So I got the fresh sardine. I cook for the Jeremy Campbell sometime during the year. But it's a wonderful dish this time of the year for Lent. And beside the sardine, fresh sardine, we have a yellowfin tuna, swordfish. We have pump, beautiful pompano this time of year. So I know you like the pompano. Uh, we have such a wonderful variety of red stamp, American restaurant, fresh, fresh. And I have this silly menu right now. The whole month of March, we're celebrating St. Joseph's Day, the 19th. So you can have a nice, wonderful uh, uh, baby goat, uh, lamb, mestinete. Uh, several different dishes from Sicily, the region, in which the beautiful, uh, gorgeous region for food. Nice, light, healthy, but also very flavorful. So if this month you come to Andrea and you can't really satisfy yourself to some great dish besides also to the fresh sardine, and it's a classical way. But sometimes, you know, you have to explain to get them. Uh, some people don't like sardine, like we just pass them in it with dust, uh, with pecorino uh, cheese on top, without the fresh sardine in it, which is fine too, but I like to do the classical way, you know, with the raisins, the pine nuts, the fennel, uh, the leaves of the fennel, Chop them up very fine. And then onions and garlic, the sardine goes in there, the white one goes in there, tomato goes in there. Let's touch red, fresh, red crushed pepper. And it's a wonderful, wonderful dish. Anyways, bucatini. Bucatini is a very homemade fresh pasta, Andrea. And we do, it's like a hole in the middle, very, very, uh, like a, a double sized spaghetti, but it's a hole in the middle. And we cook that and we serve 
with the dust on top, which made with breadcrumbs yeah. Yeah. and well. pecorino cheese, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, well, well, I'm glad you called to tell him about that because that's what this guy was really looking for was Absolutely. the fresh, uh, the fresh uh, sardines. The, the real, the real right. thing, you know. Yeah. So, but no bacala, what? no bacala, no bacala, no bacala, <laughs> no bacala. <laughs> thank you very, thank you very much. <laughs> All right, uh, see you later. Some very people, good. Some people are care for it. Thank you, Tom. Have a great really? day. Really? What do yeah. you mean, some people? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> See you later. It's Hello. the food show. Ciao. That's Ciao. Chef Andrea. Ciao. So, so uh, like I told you, he's got the he's got those uh, those uh, those fish there, caviar, caviar on the roof. Uh, Justin is here. Uh, thank you for waiting so long. Sorry about that. That's okay. Don't be sorry, uh, Chef Andrea. I mean, I, he's a hard act to follow. <laughs> he really is. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> go right ahead. Well, anyway, um, I'm enjoying your show, of course. Um, I want to tell you a story about a restaurant that used to be on Fredman Street. It's been long gone. But I met the guy who owned the restaurant, and it was a chef there. And his name was Alberto Gonzalez, whose restaurant's name was Alberto's. And he and I lived, happened to live in the same apartment building. And I meet him, and he's telling me, oh, he's a chef. I had a restaurant on Frenchman Street. And I was looking at yeah. him kind of like, I just pulling my leg. And he pulls out these news clippings from Times Speaking and reviews and stuff like that. Did you ever go to that restaurant? Did you ever eat the and, food? Yeah, oh yeah, it was terrific. He was there for quite a while, and then he moved uptown. Well, he passed away in 2009. I never got to say goodbye to oh, him. I, but, uh, I, uh, you know, I always, I'm glad you told me that because I always have wondered what did happen to him because he was all over the place for a long time. And the kind of food he was doing was was essentially unique to our area. But then one day he was gone. I never saw him again. Now you've told me why. We we told me. Well, I met him in 2004, and we were we were good friends for several years. And then I went my way. I went. He went his way. And I found out that he passed away. And I was really heartbroken. I never got to say goodbye. Uh, we were good friends. Yeah. yeah, that's a sad well, I thing. I want to share that story with you. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. That takes uh, a question mark off of my inventory of question marks. All right, Tom. Thanks so, so much. Yeah. Have a great day. All right. You too. Thank you. See, it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, obviously, is set up for Lent. Yeah, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Now, they have the hamburgers. They are there, as they always have been. And they have a lot of variety in the ways you can get it cooked, to the kind of garnishes you put on it. Everything is first class, though, and they do it to order. It makes a big difference when you're talking about hamburgers. Hamburgers do not hold up just sitting there. However, there is more to New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, and I'll bet you can guess what it is. Yes, that's exactly right. It's that seafood part. Now, what is a, a restaurant that is specializing in hamburgers do with getting into a big menu of seafood. Here is how they do it. Everything there is cooked to order. It's all fresh product. And when there's even the tiniest inkling that the oil might be getting a little over the hill, as happens with frying oil all the time, or if there's too much junk floating around inside the, you know, things fall off the fish in little clumps of flour and that kind of thing. And it, it takes away a lot of the flavor and certainly a lot of the look of the dish. Well, you can avoid that if that's a problem to you. 
Just go to New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. They watch those fryers like hawks, and they never let it get anything more uh, anything uh, more attracting uh, than what they do with uh, with their seafood. It just is is perfect, golden brown, as they say. It's greaseless. It does all the things you're looking for, and they do it all to order, nice and hot. It's uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. They have about a dozen locations around town. And tell them I said hello. Oh, one more thing. Over, you know what they have over there? They have three or four different ways of doing barbecue shrimp, including as a sandwich, as a poor boy. So ask them about it. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. And we'll be back with more of the food show in a moment. But first, please, this. Welcome back. It's the food show. My little delay there was uh, getting down a swallow more another one of one of those cookies I, I really like them you can't stop eating them uh, anyway it's the food show i'm tom fitzmorris and we talk about everything i guess we've just proven that you know if you ever thought of a, a radio show that's nothing but talking about food and wine and cooking and all of that you might come to the conclusion that we're a bunch of snooty gourmets or any, whatever that is but no indeed no you want to talk about uh, potato chips, chiwis, you know, you, you got it. Call me. We'll talk about it. Happy to do so. 260-1870 is the telephone number, 260-1870. The obvious uh, subject on our, all our minds, uh, those of us who are very food-minded anyway, is rent. Oh, excuse me, Lent. Excuse me. No, the Lent on rent is, yeah, totally different thing. So anyway, oh, we are we are here talking about that. Uh, we have learned already today that soft-shell crabs are starting to come in. Uh, we have learned that the crawfish population uh, is going to be a little bit lower for the, in the time being and then is going to grow quite a bit more than that, uh, but that the quality of it, because of the really unusual weather we've had lately, uh, you know, this mix between freeze and cold and and oppressively hot in some cases. Well, uh, that seems to be just what crawfish like to live in. And so uh, the crawfish are coming, although I can't tell you I've had any that knocked me in the bushes or anything. So uh, we're not really into the uh, soft shells quite yet or the uh, crawfish either. But it's soon to come. So if you were uh, telling yourself, gosh, I can't remember. You know, speaking of which, uh, there used to be a lady who was the food buyer for Commander's Palace, and I think she actually did it for all the Brennan family restaurants. Uh, Miss, oh, what was her last name? Anyway, Miss Somebody. And uh, she was really tough. She, these, The fishermen that would come in with crab meat and everything, and she'd say, open that box and let me look at it. Let's dump the whole contents onto a table, uh, off, onto a, a plate here, and let's see what you've got in here. And he'd catch them all the time. And uh, so she was pretty tough on it. But one of the things she said once that I was in within earshot of was that Mother Nature, Mother Nature knows what she's doing. This was in reference to eating crawfish out of season, eating uh, crab meat out of season. If you can avoid that, you will find yourself eating better food. Not just because that food will be better, but because you'll get into the habit of waiting until the really good peaks of all of this stuff is in place. So anyway, there we are. Lent is, is happening. 
let's take a break for some news, and then we'll come back with the third course of the food show. They give me a whole three courses today. WWL Radio, New Orleans, WWL FM, HD1, Kenner, New Orleans, where the news is next. From CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Stay tuned. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 